Hi everyone and welcome back to the Wellness That Works podcast. Uh, I'm your host Jace and I'm joined today by my usual partner in crime Pip. Hey Pip, how's it going? Hi Jace, all good thank you, how are you? Yeah, really well, thank you, really well. And we have a very special guest with us today. We have Amanda who was a hot contestant in 2021's Bake Off. Hey Amanda. Hi Jace, hi Pip, thank you for having me today. I'm so excited to chat to you. Oh, it's great to have you here. Great to have you here. We've got some fun stuff coming up today. Um, in case you haven't noticed, the weather has got properly autumnal. Looking out the window now, it is grey and a bit miserable. So we're going to talk about all those fun autumn, autumnal foods. Um, we're going to talk to Amanda a bit about her favourite bakes and what bakes you can get up to um, in this season. And then we have a super fun trick-or-treat game at the end to celebrate the upcoming Halloween. So I guess we'll just start with our usual um, dinner of the week feature. So Amanda, so in case you don't know, this is our uh, favourite dinner of the last week. And we've had a little bit of a break. So we've got a few dinners to choose from, but we have to that we have to do the usual jingle. Uh, Pip, do you want to do it this week? Because I feel like I've ritually embarrassed myself quite enough. I can't remember how it goes. It's been it's been a little while since we've done it. A break. <laughs> As a barefaced lion, you know it. <laughs> Go on, you do it so well. Okay, you're doing it next time. Ready? Okay. It's Pip and Chase's dinner of the week. <laughs> so good, I've missed that. I've missed it. <laughs> We're going to press a button and play a jingle. That was lovely, Chase. Oh no, no, no. We don't have that kind of technology here. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a choir boy ever at all? Funny you should mention that. I, I, may, I may have been once, many, many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you dabbled. You dabbled. Um, I've got a great dinner of the week this week um, and it was perfectly timed because it only um, came on the menu a couple of days ago. Um, So a couple of nights ago, Jake walks in from work and and says to me, do you know there's a a few boxes of pasta on our doorstep from um, Pasta Evangelists? Have you ever had those uh, deliveries of fresh pasta? I've heard of them. So, so good. Um, anyway, we hadn't ordered them. Turns out our neighbours had ordered the, had ordered them, but they are away on holiday. Um, so we so texted them, them and said, <laughs> we didn't steal them. We texted them and said, you've had a box of th- three, three boxes of fresh pasta delivered to your doorstep. Um, you know, what would you like us to do with them? Should we store them, freeze them, whatever? And they said, we're not back for a couple of weeks. You guys have them. So we got three free meals of pasta for this week, which is, um amazing and it's it's so good so they come it takes like five minutes to prepare I feel like I'm <laughs> promoting them here but they, um, they take like five yeah. seconds to prepare you're um, trying to get some freebies here aren't you <laughs> fresh I don't have a discount code for you shameless shameless <laughs> they come with their um like sauce and toppings and all sorts um so there's zero prep time um, and being fresh pasta, you know, it's actually, you know, fairly healthy for you. And if you plan your day around having a delicious bowl of pasta for dinner, it can totally fit within your points really easily. Um, and we've had some, there's a, there was a mushroom one and a toma- spicy tomato sauce one. Um, and then one was a ravioli and I can never say it, but what, what's it called? That spicy sausage that's, it begins with an N. And do ya. And do ya. I can't say it very well. I always want to say doja. Anyway. We had that and it was really good. So that was my dinner of the week times three because nice. we had it three days. Did you have your ravioli on toast and was it served from a tin? And no, it was fresh, freshly cut, hand cut ravioli. Delicious. That sounds amazing. 
not come out of a tin. So yeah, it was amazing. Did you, did you have all the ingredients in it? Because it was easy for you to calculate how many points was in it. Yeah, so actually a lot of them are on um, the app and I could easily add them in because you can you can increase, um, you can basically add in a meal if you input the nutritional information. Yeah. So the boxes come with, it tells you exactly the grams in carbs, proteins, fats and sugars. So you can do a quick add within the app and drop that in. So we could, it easily works out the points for you then and there. Um, so it was fairly easy to do. Yeah. I can't remember what it was now. I mean, they're not, they are quite pointy um, because they come with the sauces and everything, but they're totally doable to add into your, add into your day if you're having, um, you know, low point meals the rest of the day. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 exactly. Oh yeah, we love it was good. food. Oh, doesn't it just? Yeah. What's your dinner of the week been, Amanda? Um, well, I, my dinner of the week is, I always have this once a week, actually. It's my favourite, um, is the uh, jerk chicken with rice and peas and the salsa, the mango salsa, because I love the sweet and savoury together and I love spicy foods, although I'm quite menopausal and they say you should steer away from spicy. I have to have the jerk chicken once a week. It's so delicious. So I've got that. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that. That sounds amazing. Um you say you like the sweet and the savoury together. Um, I'd like your opinion on something. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> do, do you like pineapple on pizza? Um, I don't mind it. I wouldn't order it. I, if, if it's there, if someone has ordered it, I, I'm not one of these people that say it doesn't work because I have had peaches and mm. um, ham. Not, you know, the Italian yeah. um, ham or bruschetta or something not bruschetta yeah you know what I mean what's it I know what you mean yeah what's the ham what's it called what's it called prosciutto prosciutto thank you prosciutto (laughs) yes Um, so peaches and that go together so that's nice but yeah I'm it wouldn't be my choice but I love pizza so if someone has ordered a ham and pineapple pizza I will definitely have a slice of that yeah Okay, fair. Uh, you fall somewhere between us then, because I'm a hater. Pip's wrong and loves it. Mm. We we have to ask everyone. I'm not sure if there's any food that I really don't like. Well, that's good. Interesting. I can't think of anything. Nothing at all. I lo- do you know what? I love food, so I, I can't think of... Uh, it'll come to me after we finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's olives for me. Can't stand them. Awful things. Oh, you don't like olives? Fair enough. No, no. Just I can smell them a mile off, and if someone's been eating them, I know that. Oh, uh, no. Any type of olive, or is it one particular type? Because obviously, I'm Greek, so I get olives all the time, and there's so many different types of olives. So I can't imagine there's not one flavour olive out there that you wouldn't be tempted to try. Oh, I've never, I've, I've never encountered an olive that I enjoy. I- they, there's something about them, and I don't know what it is that just oh, I, there, no texture. I don't even know. I'm with to... you. I don't like them either. That's weird. Mm. But there you go. What was your dinner of the week, Jace? Uh, well, funny you should mention and do your sausage because I went away with some friends a couple of weeks ago for the weekend, and we went to it was sort of a lads' weekend away, and and I use that term very loosely because we're like the least laddie lads ever. Um, <laughs> But we went to this restaurant um, in Cambridge and had uh, Anduja and strong cheddar croquettes. 
I love anything deep fried and breaded and a bit crispy and the andouille and and the cheese just melted together in these little delicious balls and uncharacteristically for me because I struggle with sweet and savory it came with pineapple um, ketchup which was Um, unexpectedly delicious yeah you're such a hypocrite I know I I don't make the rules about what I enjoy and what I don't for goodness sake you bang on to me all the time about how you shouldn't eat pineapple unless it's a dessert and there you are having it in a ketchup sounds amazing how do you make pineapple ketchup what's the difference is that not just the pineapple jam um i think it i think there was some tomato going on going on inside it as well um it was a sort of a a pineapple-y version of ketchup i would say rather than just like you say a pineapple jam it was still quite tart because it needed to like cut through all the the richness of the cheese and the sausage and out of 10 what would you give a pineapple never heard of pineapple ketchup um on its own i probably wouldn't order it um it was a six it was a solid six but it worked with the with the little croquettes so worth a try then yeah yeah definitely definitely but not on a pizza (laughs) no not even a drizzle (laughs) not even a drizzle and that and yeah so that was definitely not the most points friendly meal basically cheese and sausage deep fried um and honestly, it wasn't the most point-friendly weekend, but I enjoyed myself, so that's the main thing, right? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I had one of those last weekend in Dublin. Yeah, I was a bit better than I normally am when we go, but um, I was conscious of what I was eating and was it really worth it? So, yeah, I did make some good choices, which was quite good. But, yeah, I didn't make myself miserable, that's for sure. Well, that's the whole point of it, isn't it? It's just to, you know, help you really consider what you're choosing off a menu and it's great that you didn't feel like you were restricting yourself but you were just thinking about it a little bit more than you normally would um which is to help with your overall goal so that's really the whole point of the program yeah. so that's good um so Amanda you've you've been with us now so you're our newest WW ambassador to the team um and you've been with us now about yes. a month um so how how have you been finding things um how has your experience been so far what are your what bits do you love about the app have you had any challenges that you've had to overcome um tell us how you're finding it I um yeah I've been I've started about a month ago I've I found it really easy actually I when I downloaded the app I was I was flicking through it and I was thinking I don't understand all these points um, mm-hmm. And I speak to friends who are on Weight Watchers and they were saying they've got 10 points and I, I was having 21 points. I don't understand how this all works. And my friends had different free foods to me. Um, but then I spoke to Rachel, my coach, literally five minutes and I completely got the whole thing. I was I knew how to track my food. I didn't know that the more veg that I ate, the more points I would get, which is great. I was really excited about that. I was thinking that's great because I can have two or three um, portions of veg at lunchtime and that will give me a few extras for the evening. So, yeah, I I found it really easy. The only thing that I am not really a struggle um, is joining in some classes. I've had a flick through and there's lots of classes that you can join into, but I just need to factor that in and knuckle down and do some exercise yeah I don't at the moment I don't do any exercise I've just um I've got a few weeks off work so I'm catching up 
at home I've got loads of decorating to do and bits and pieces I want to catch up with baking and things I've been wanting to bake for a while so but yeah the exercise is the only thing for me but I've despite me not doing any exercise I have actually lost quite a bit of weight in in the first month so brilliant I had a bit of up and down when I went to Dublin I I thought to my I spoke to to, to Rachel and she said point while you're away and I thought okay that's fine I'll do that and then when I got there I thought oh, I'm not pointing today. <laughs> I'm drinking. It's my friend's 50th weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just very mindful that I wouldn't um, drink all the sugary cocktails and things like that. And they were saying, come on. We always drink the baby Guinness when we go away. We finish a night with four or five. Uh, it's bad. And they and then I, I did actually get my WW app out and I pointed Tia Maria and baileys and i thought my god they're really not worth it i'm not like i said girls don't order me a baby guinness i'm not drinking it um and i was fine i just carried on with big guinness which was bad at all so yeah i did yeah yeah no i just i find the i find the app really easy to follow and um if i'm wondering what i'm going to cook i just go on to the recipes they're all category categorized aren't they so whether you want sweet savory whatever you fancy um, zero point or low point foods. Great. I love it. It's great to, great to hear you're having success. Congratulations on being so on it in your first month, especially with that weekend away. And that's sort of one of the, one of the good things, isn't it? It makes, gives you, even if you decide that pointing this weekend's not for me, you've got those little tiny sort of nudges alongside it of, okay, so I'll make that slightly better choice with the Guinness versus the, the Tia Maria and Bailey's, which sounds revolting by the way. <laughs> Um, but it's it's all it's little tiny nudges that just take the edge off those weekends away as well. Yeah, I mean, I did I I did lose quite a lot of weight in the first two weeks. I was really I kind of hit the ground running. I thought this is great, but I know any diet anyone goes on the first week or the first two weeks, you always lose quite a lot of weight, don't you? Um, yeah. And I came, I thought I'm not going to get on the scales, but I was I couldn't resist, so I got on the scales and I thought, oh, okay, I've put on a few pounds over the weekend. It's fine. I'll lose it again this week and I did over the next so between last weekend and now I've lost it and another pound on top of that so I'm right back on it again when I was on diets before diets could only ever start on a Monday Mm -hmm. so if I had come off my diet by Tuesday or Wednesday I'd say oh no I've ruined my diet now so I'm I've got till next Monday I'm going to start again next Monday and I would eat everything I could I'm thinking I'm not going to be able to eat these from next week, but I don't. I just go straight next day. I go, it's okay. I'm going to get straight back on it tomorrow. It's absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, that is seriously such a healthy way of doing it because you just have to draw a line under what whatever's just happened, whatever hasn't made you feel good. And you just start fresh and know that you're working towards your goal again straight away rather than have it hanging over you, like you say, for another five days until Monday. Um, it, then, yeah, you can just put yourself in the driving seat and you're you're you feel so much more in control it's much much better um, oh yeah definitely and can I just say having spent the weekend with my friends who go on it won't hurt one won't hurt go on you can have they all came back we all came back from Dublin Monday last week and on Tuesday they all joined Weight Watchers amazing so, really? and joined online and two of them they went we're gonna join you we're so inspired um oh, incredible yeah, so two of them had their first class last Wednesday. Um, yeah, so they're all doing it with me, which is good. That's so nice that you can do, all do it together and you can, you know, you can share recipes in the app and ping them over to each other and, you know, give each other some inspiration and ideas and 
keep each other on track and that sort of thing. Pip, there'll be no sharing. They will be messaging me and ringing me up saying, what are you having tonight? There'll be no sharing of backwards and forwards. They will just say, what should we cook tonight then, Amanda? Well, when you've been on a TV cookery show, you've kind of got to expect yeah. that, haven't you? Yeah, they're always, yeah. It's fine, though, because I enjoy that. So, um, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Well, speaking of, speaking of uh, Bake Off, um, so Amanda, you have been with us about a month, which coincidentally is about when um, Bake Off kicked off, Bake Off 2022. Um, and we are so lucky that you are helping us recreate uh, a, is it the technical bake from every week? So we're making a WW friendly recipe based on the technical from Bake Off. Um, so we've got some point-friendly recipes hitting the website every week that you can find. We're also sharing them on social media um, that Amanda is creating. So um, we've had all sorts, haven't we? We've had we've had quite a few biscuits um, and I can't remember what they're called. Oh, the Gary Baldies. Um, we've had lemon meringue pies. We've had tres leche, tres leche cake. I don't know how you say that. Yeah, tres leche. Tres leche. Yeah. Um, which one's been your favourite to create so far? Well, I liked all of them really. I've never made Garibaldi's before, so that was that was quite an e- that was really easy actually. I got that on a first hit. Normally, when I bake something new, um, and something that's different, mm. I take a couple of goes if I'm going to change the recipe to make sure it works. But that was just yeah, that that worked straight away. I reduced the um. I, I switched a few things because they soak the fruit in orange juice. I switched that to old grey tea. I used fewer um, um, raisins in there. I mean, if if I'd used the raisins that the recipe they used on Bake Off, they were, it would just been it would have been too thick with with fruit. So I reduced yeah. that. Yeah, they were lovely. I really they enjoyed making. So good with the with the chocolate feathering as well. Um, and I learnt that Gary Baldy is in fact not named after a man called Gary Baldi. Uh, it's, <laughs> the Gary Baldi biscuit is named after an Italian lieutenant or something whose surname is Gary Baldi, which sounds very Italian and lovely. But I thought his name was Gary Baldi, <laughs> but it's not. That's one of those conversations you have in the office where you go, really, Pip? Honestly, really? I said it in the office, it's the amount of people that turned around to look at me, because I was looking up the recipe and it was all one word. I was like, huh, I thought it was uh, <laughs> Gary's Space Baldy, but it's not. Do you know what? It's not fair, is it? We can't just make stuff up anymore just to see what reactions we get from people, because people just get straight on their phone and Google it and say, actually, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> That's incorrect. You're wrong. I thought Italian. I thought I was Scottish. See, I'm getting all this wrong. I thought. The Scots um, created the Gary Baldy. No, apparently not. So well, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> well, there you go. Anyway, that's our random tangent for the day. Oh yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. No, the um, the lemon rang tartlets I made were so good. I couldn't. I thought. I thought that um, that filling's not going to be as good as a a proper lemon curd, but it was so delicious. Mm. It was quite tart as well, which I quite like. I like, as I said, I like the savoury and the sweet. So you've got the tart lemon, but then the meringue's got, you know, it's just sugar and, and, and egg white, isn't it? So you've got that nice sweet. They were lovely. They're so pretty really as nice. well, little bite-sized tartlets. They're very, very sweet. And I have to tell you as well, also, when I made them, 
um, I had two bakers over from this season came to my house to watch episode five with me and I put a little spread on I did a you know I did some I made some focaccia and I put a little just nibbles out on the table so we could have a little pick while we were watching tv and um I brought those out and I handed them out and I had um can I say who came over yeah yeah Sandro yeah who is this guy ever on Baker came over (laughs) Yeah, Star Baker this week and Dawn came over as well. Oh, so they both had one. They were, oh, these are lovely. I said, they're the WW version that I made today. And they were really surprised um, how delicious they were. Oh. Of course, I made them look fancy with a little raspberry and a mint leaf on top because I'm a show off like that. Um, but yeah, no, they, were, they really enjoyed them. So they went down oh, well. That's great. Are you enjoying watching the new season? I love that you all hang out with them. That's so fun. Well, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. I wasn't sure. There was a little bit of trepidation. I spoke to, because we all speak to each other last season, last year. We speak to each other regularly. Um, if only on WhatsApp um, we speak to each other. There's always a, what do you think of this and that? Um, and I wasn't, a couple of them were saying, I'm not sure I, I can watch it. Mm. And I thought, do I watch it? And, and literally, when the opening, when it started with Prue and Paul and everyone doing that opening for I was so excited. And then seeing everyone in the tent and thinking, I know exactly what's going on behind the scenes there. This is so exciting. I'm really enjoying it. I think I enjoy it more now than I did before. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm really watching it. Because you've got that behind the scenes window into, into the making. Yeah. 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 You see what, you see them all get, you know, when they're, you know, that when they're talking, when they do those little um, chats outside the tent you see them in a nice field somewhere and they've been you know that that little split second was probably a 20 minute chat but they've just picked out and you think oh I wonder what they said before that and after that I wonder how that conversation went I wonder what we've missed what did um, they really yeah. say that they couldn't <laughs> broadcast they made it out <laughs> who eats all the cakes and the bakes once they've been made and judged right so oh in the tent yeah so I thought we'd home I was gonna say (laughs) Um, in the tent well we were in lockdown last year so they were very they were saying that they were being careful but they weren't so what happens is as soon as we finished we leave the tent so when they say when you see us all walking out we literally walk out and then we go um and once they've been judged they cut so we had our own room in the hotel so we had like a dining room we had to we had a separate dining room to the crew. They didn't really want us mixing them too much in case they gave us any secrets about the technicals. Mm. So um, by the time we got up to dinner in the evening, there would be a massive tray and there would be a big chunk of everyone's cake in there. So a sample. So And then we would all get our spoons and, and all hover around and go, oh, who's is this one? We'd probably know most of them anyway. Yeah. And we'd all tell each other how delicious they tasted. And so oh. we got to taste them. Um, and the crew. Yeah, yeah, they would just move in. Um, I do think, but there was, if you remember some of the technicals, I mean, they were horrendous last year, some of them. Um, <laughs> so no one wanted to eat those. They probably just went straight in the dustbin. Um, oh. I mean, one of the bakers forgot to put flour in their sticky toffee puddings. I can't imagine anyone moved in. Oh. And mine weren't, mine weren't much better either. So they probably went straight in the dustbin. Um but yeah, mainly they yeah everything gets eaten. That's why you see the crew getting bigger and bigger throughout the show. <laughs> Everyone just gains a lot of weight by the end. 
I was there for a month and I think I put on close to a stone because oh, you're fed. Yeah. You re- you're, it's not just the cakes on the day. We were practicing two days on, two days off. So the two days off, we were literally in our practice kitchen. They set up a massive tent. We all had our own kitchen with our own ovens and fridge and all our own equipment. And um, we'd be constantly in and out of each other's little kitchen saying, try this curd. What do you think of this biscuit? Do you think this needs more coffee? And all trying each other. In between breakfast, lunch, dinner, and and the table full of crisps and chocolate. And I mean, it was just... It was just, uh, I can't tell you. I'm not sure I went up for a whole hour at any one time without eating something. Yeah. It's just constant, constant, constant. Wow. And, you know, and you've got to taste. Was there ever the temptation to go, yes, you need to put more coffee in that? <laughs> <laughs> Sabotaging I, somebody I else. I did consider it, I have to say. I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember Lizzie, who if you, you saw Bake Off last year, everyone remembers Lizzie. She's yeah. got beautiful orange hair she's larger than life she's just I love her um in fact I've got to ring her later because I forgot to call her yesterday um and I remember her coming in with a bowl of lemon curd I can't remember which bake which week it was but she handed me a teaspoon and said try that do you think it's got too much salt in it and I was like what are you doing with salt in lemon curd you don't put salt in lemon curd I said Lizzie you don't put salt in lemon curd she went oh I like it with a little bit of a little pinch of salt in it. What I should have said, yeah, it needs more salt, Lizzie. <laughs> I, was so I really was tempted. I thought, no, I can't do it to her. She's too lovely. Oh, <laughs> oh, it must be so hard to be competing against people you're living with for so long and you're like a little family, but someone's got to win. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think it is that competitive. I know it sounds weird because it's a baking competition. I think if there's a, as you know, Bake Off, the prize is a glass cake stand. Yeah. There's no £50,000 at the end of it. It's just that it's just a kudos of, of, of kudos of winning Bake Off. And I think had there been a monetary prize at the end, it may have been a bit more cutthroat. Yeah, okay. Uh, but there isn't. It's so, just friendly, uh, isn't it? It's just friendly. It's just such good fun. Yeah. It was the best experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess in a way you're competing against yourself as well because there's nothing you can do to affect the other people so it's not like you're racing against somebody and you can overtake them it's you can only make the cake you can make exactly I remember when we I remember the first day so we went in there the first day we did our introductions and we did all our photos and all that stuff and then um the second day we went into the kitchen we had one day practice before the first um, episode was being filmed and I remember Giuseppe was next to me. His kitchen was next to me. And I looked at his stuff and I thought, oh, my God, I'm, I can't be here. I'm a complete imposter. I've managed to blag my way onto Bake Off and I'm just not good enough. Um, and I was talking to Maggie and she said, don't compare yourself to anyone else. She said, don't look at everybody else's bakes. You're here because you're good enough to be on the show. She said, don't ever compare yourself to anyone in anything, not just in the baking department. She said, in anything. That's a good and life thought, lesson. Yeah, yeah, and I and I took that on board, and I thought, do you know what? I should listen to Maggie. She's done a lot in her life. I'm going to take that on board, and and I was fine after that. Yeah, but I think they all did. They all said the same thing. They all said they had imposter syndrome when they all started mm-hmm. looking at each other's. Um, I mean, there is an yeah. amazing array of talent on on these shows. Every year, I'm floored by what people come up with. So, um, I I think that's fair to feel like. 
you know, you're under pressure to be around them, but you did amazing. And so I think you should be really proud of that. And like, like you said, um, you shouldn't compare yourself to anybody else in any, any path that you're taking. Um, we say that quite a lot from WW to our members, you know, everyone's health journey is different. Everybody's weight loss journey is different. Um, so that's a really good lesson, I think, to just apply to everything. Yeah. Uh, well, I've loved chatting about Bake Off and hearing all the dark secrets behind everything that goes on um, behind the scenes. But shall we shall we wrap up with a bit of a game, Jace? Have you got your game ready? I've got my game ready. This is a very broadly, vaguely Halloween themed okay. game in that it's trick, food, trick or treat. So what I've got in front of me is I've got some questions and they are food facts. Some of them are food facts. Some of them are food falsehoods. So what we need is for each of you to decide whether these are true or false. Okay. But to add a bit of extra peril to it, only one of you will have control of the game mm-hmm. at any one time. So I've created a spreadsheet because that's how I run my life. And uh, so I will ask one of you a question. If you get it right, you get control. You keep control of the board. If you get it wrong, you swap control of the board. One point for a correct answer, one point lost for a wrong answer. So there is, I mean, this is this is high drama. You think that last minute of Bake Off is dramatic. <laughs> uh, I have a randomizer ready to decide who goes first. Okay. So um, I will now engage randomizer. <laughs> I mean, it's already done. I'm just building tension. Um, and Pip goes first. Okay. True or false, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Um, well, I know that's a saying, but I don't know I don't know if that's actually accurate. I'm going to say false. You'd be right to say false. So apples are packed with vitamin C and fibre, not that I downloaded these answers, <laughs> um, which are important for long-term health, but certain viruses and bacteria get into your system and an apple will do nothing to protect you. So that is false. Mm. So eat other fruit and veg as well as apples, people. You need a wide range of fruit and veg. And if you eat your fruit and veg, you get points back, don't you? As we were talking about earlier. So shoehorning in a bit of shoehorning in some Weight Watchers program into that. So Pip, you keep control of the board. So next question. Large groups of pistachios can spontaneously combust. Um, false, surely. That is actually true. The oily, fibrous materials used to transport pistachio nuts can cause them to break out in flames. What? Anything can combust, can't it? Well, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, but spontaneously just burst into flames all by itself. Dangerous, dangerous pistachios. So bad news, Pip, you've lost control of the board and you've lost yeah. a point. So over to you, Amanda. <laughs> Eating carrots gives you night vision. False. That is false. Eating carrots gives you a big dose of vitamin A, which is good for the health of your eyes but it won't actually improve your night vision at all. I know that because I eat a lot of carrots and I can't see for toffee. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you in the glasses brigade. Um, next question. A corned beef sandwich made the voyage to space in 1965. Oh, 19... That's the year I was born. Um, it wasn't on... Which date was it? Does it say the date? <laughs> uh, I can't be more specific, I'm afraid. Oh, oh gosh. I'm going to say... Didn't they just eat dried food? Corned beef isn't dry, is it? I'm going to say false. You'd be wrong, it's true. Astronaut John Young smuggled a corned beef sandwich onto his spacecraft for a six-hour mission. 
Oh my God. <laughs> the sandwich didn't do too well in zero gravity conditions and he quickly put it back in his pocket after getting it out because floating crumbs and debris could have caused damage to his spacecraft. <gasps> wow, why did he put pickle in it? I do love corned beef and pickle sandwich. Love corned beef sandwiches as a staple of my school lunches. Yes. Wow. So uh, I'm afraid you've lost a point for your incorrect answer and lost control of the board. It's over to Pip now. Okay. And uh, your question, it's not physically possible to overcook mushrooms, true or false? Uh, surely that's um, a personal thing. <laughs> I would say, I think that's false. I think you can overcook them. It's true. You can't overcook mushrooms. Um, there's a special polymer in the cell walls that ensure they always stay tender no matter how long you cook them for. I'm guessing you can burn yeah. them. But... okay. I mean, this this quiz is going very badly for both of you. You've both got zero oh, points. No. Uh, so over to Amanda now. The chemical tryptophan in Turkey makes you sleepy. Oh, for goodness sake. I don't even know what tryptophan is. Um, chemical fan in Turkey. <laughs> I, I is, it, is, it, is it the tryptophan that makes you fall asleep after your turkey dinner or the fact that you've eaten half a turkey with a ton of roast potatoes <laughs> and five or six Yorkshire puddings with it? I'm not sure. I'm going to say yes. False. True. True, true, true. <laughs> Final answer. True. True. It's false. Oh, I mean false. <laughs> Did you? How convenient. Did. <laughs> um, it does contain tryptophan, and that's an amino acid that helps you relax. But um, yes, you're right. It's due to all the potatoes and Yorkshire pudding, the fat you're stuffed full, and probably half cut on Christmas as well. Yeah. Um, and probably want a break from your family after <laughs> all Christmas morning as well, so pretend to nap. Yes. Uh, so still no scores for anybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> going well. Uh, and Pip, we're back to you now. So the most stolen food in the world is cheese. Um, I'm going to say false. I think it's bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. What? <laughs> right, this is ridiculous. I love this fact. Around 4% of all the cheese made in the world gets stolen. What? There is even a black market for stolen cheeses. Oh, hang on. We're, th we're talking like valuable cheese, aren't we? That's quite a lot. I'm thinking like what you would steal if you were walking around the supermarket. Yeah. That's... Well, we're, we're, not, we're not all supermarket thieves, Pip. Don't tire us all with your brush. <laughs> I mean, I should clarify, I'm not, a... I'm not a supermarket thief either. But I have been known. I have been known to nibble on the baguette before I've paid for it. But then I obviously pay for the full baguette. But I just... There's take an innuendo in there somewhere. Take a there? snack before I, I manage to get to the till. <laughs> um, so we're back to Amanda. Um, the five-second rule, eating food within five seconds of dropping it in the floor on the floor is safe. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, no, guys, it's false. The five-second rule isn't a real thing. Bacteria can contaminate food within milliseconds. Oh, There's no, no safe duration for floor food. Oh, but no. we will do it, right? I don't believe that. I think food is still safe five seconds after being on the floor. That's so funny. Um, so over to Pip. Um, there, <laughs> can't believe I'm going to say this. There are beaver butt secretions in your vanilla ice cream. Oh, for goodness sake. I really hope that's false. It is false. Oh, thank God for oh. that. But there is logic behind this really gross thing. So there is a 
that there is a secretion from the bum of <laughs> there is a secretion from the bum of the beaver called castorium um isolated from the anal gland of a beaver that's used in flavorings and perfumes however it's so expensive that you're unlikely to find it in anything you eat but you wow. will likely find it in some very expensive perfumes oh my god so if ever you walk past somebody and go hmm you smell delicious you might be smelling beaver anal secretions oh my goodness thankfully the last question a quarter so this is to pip again because you've still got control of the board so you do have a point now okay um but uh, you could still lose that point on this final question a quarter of the world haze world hazelnuts are used for nutella a quarter no that's that's a lot of hazelnuts but there is a lot of nutella around isn't there that's true there is a lot of nutella false you're joking one in four of every hazelnut on the planet goes into nutella people you're eating too much nutella (laughs) that's mad it's crazy isn't it so at the end of that game you'll be pleased to know that it was a draw because neither of you got any points oh well done (laughs) um brilliant thank you jace for organizing that love it pleasure um have we got any plans for halloween coming up I'm personally going to be hibernating, turning off the lights, pretending I'm not home. Oh, yeah, I love Halloween. I'm a bit sad because my girls are all grown up now. I used to have a big Halloween party for my daughter and all her school friends every year until two years ago. She's 16 now, so I still want to decorate the house. I've still got – I've got as many Halloween decorations as I have Christmas decorations. So um, I've got a builder in at the moment just doing a bit of decorating. So as soon as he's left, I'm going to get them all out and then I'll – Oh brilliant. oh, brilliant. Well, we've got Halloween. There'll be a Halloween bake coming out of uh, next week's Bake Off, just in time for Halloween as well. Yeah. So um, that will be, we'll be posting that sort of at the same time as this podcast is released, actually. So um, look out for that, made by Amanda. So that's coming to the website very soon. Um, will you be? Yes. Yeah. Will you be making anything else? Will I be making anything? I'm going to actually spend quite a lot of time this month doing lots of pumpkin bakes. So um, pumpkin cakes, pumpkin tarts, uh, pecan and pumpkin things, just things on my Instagram. Um, and I'll, I'll do some WW versions as well because pumpkin's free. Yeah, it is. So, um, yeah, so it's a really good month to, to, to get, you know, that, that seasonal thing in and, and yeah. Mm, fun. Yeah, nice. <laughs> on that note we'll catch up on all things halloween uh next time so thank you so much for joining us today Amanda. it's been so good to chat with you and hear all the bake-off secrets and hear how you're doing on ww i'm so glad it's going so well yeah no i'm really enjoying it i'm finding it very easy and um yes i'm looking forward to shrinking a little bit to get back in my old <laughs> you don't need to shrink <laughs> <laughs> Cool. No, thank you so much, Amanda. It's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've, um, I've had a great time. Thank you. Good start to my day. Me too. Have a good rest of your week, everyone, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.